All right. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk. I am Joy Brown, your moderator for the evening. You are in for a treat tonight, so sit back, enjoy, and be sure to post your comments and your questions as well. Also, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on any and all social media platforms. Now, let's meet tonight's platform guest. She earned a BS degree in accounting from Elizabeth City State University, a master's in professional counseling from Liberty University, and a doctorate in strategic leadership with a concentration in leadership coaching from Regent University. She is a licensed clinical mental health counselor and a certified trauma practitioner. She is the CEO of Bridge of Hope Life Transformational Services, LLC, which provides individual, family, and group counseling, parent groups, women empowerment groups, leadership consulting, seminars, professional developments, and individual and leadership coaching services. She is passionate about people, development, and purpose fulfillment as being manifested via personal wellness, transformed behavior, and improved lifestyle choices. Her self-proclaimed motto, it's never too late for a new beginning, has been vital throughout her coaching, counseling, and consulting endeavors. Welcome back to the platform, Dr. Lakeisha Walker. Hi, thank you all so much for having me back. I'm excited about this episode on tonight. Let's get ready. Let's talk about it. All right. And now let's welcome our Let's Talk crew. Give a hearty welcome to Let's Talk co-host, Carla L. Morgan from Atlanta, Georgia. Hello. Let's talk, everybody. Now, everyone, sit back, turn your televisions and devices up, and prepare for another informative evening as we welcome Let's Talk host, Regina Smithwick. Take it away, Regina. All right, all right. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another great episode of Let's Talk. I am so excited about today's episode. Once again, we got Dr. Walker back in the house. So let's get it going. Let's talk. We'll go ahead and just go, let's go ahead and get it popping. So I'm going to start with my prayer and we're going to go ahead and get started. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us to come here today to honor you and to talk to uh, to our audience and for us to learn, for us to be empowered, to be unlifted, I mean, be lifted and be motivated and use us as those vessels as I always say, in Jesus name we pray. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Well, tonight's topic is your tribe. So your tribe, what is it? What do that mean? It's meaning a community or organizations of people who share a common interest in a common culture. That's your tribe. So that's the technical version of your tribe. But we're going to talk about it in more of, of today's times. So we'll go ahead and get into this. So Dr. Dr. Walker, you ready? I so, am. All right. So when you talk about your tribe, what do you, what do you, what's that meaning, your tribe? I think it goes deeper than just having people who we may know, people who we may grow up with. Um, it's not necessarily people who are part of us or part of our lives based on the time frame. I look at it more so as a value connection or either also an emotional connection, right? So what, what else do we have in common other than certain things that we may like that's the same, but are we headed in the same direction? What is it that I have that I can offer you to help you fulfill where you're going? And what is it that you have that can help me fulfill as well? And so sometimes in, in friendships, we can easily automatically think that everybody is part of that tribe. But I think that tribe are those core people. I like to call it in one of my leadership models, the essence of me. And so when I get to the essence of who I am and what I really need, to have that self-actualization and to actually meet those professional needs as well as those personal needs. Who is it that I need to have with me that can help make sure that I'm reaching that place? And again, it could be, and that's not necessarily a time frame of how long you've been knowing someone, but more so that, that whole emotional connection, that fulfillment piece. Mm -hmm. Now, you hit on something. You said professional and you said friends. So there's two, two different tribes you can have, correct? It you is. can have it's a friendship tribe and you can have a business tribe or your uh, associates or or Carly's or whatever you want to call it, right? You can. You can. And a lot of times, even when I'm talking with young people now, I hear this a lot. They'll say, I don't have friends, but I may have associates, you know, and so they're already learning how to make that distinguish. Mm. But that distinguishment is also the same in everyday life. And especially when you're talking about from a professional standpoint, so often because we spend more time throughout the week with our coworkers than we do sometimes with our families because we're there for those 40 hours a week and we're not spending that much time at home um, with, with family and with friends or what have you. However, again, sometimes when you're there, you can have people who can see the inside of you and still see beyond what is it that I'm offering on this job, but what is it that I have to offer in general? And I think those people who can connect with what you have to offer in general, they can be part of that tribe. Because now, everyone else, again, would just be seeing you for, what is it that you have that can make this position better? Or they can make this department better? But not allowing you to flourish into the total person of who you are. Like that whole purpose fulfillment. That's a tribal unit. One of my spiritual moms, she, she actually created a, a conference that she has. And she calls it um, Captivated. And so she normally has this around the month of September every year. And the last couple of years, she's been teaching us about the whole Bible tribe from a spiritual standpoint. But it, those standpoints and those components of it is something that we can apply in everyday life. That tribe, and again, that tribe is that core unit. Those people who are able to work along with you and see you for the total part of who you are, like that essence of who you are and help you get there. And so the friendship part, see, this is the part that gets me because we're not, once again, we're not taught this. Mm -hmm. 
we just meet people. Hi, hi, how are you? I'm fine. Oh yeah, we went to this party together. You cool, we hang out, we had a great time. You're my friend. Mm-hmm. And you don't know nothing else about them, but y'all party well together. You oh, know, yeah. and then they end up being these lifelong friends and then you go through these, you know, ups and downs with them because, you know, well, we've been rocking for 20 years. We've been friends for 30 years. We've been friends since I was in pre-K and, you know, and you feel that the loyalty part, and that's, I can talk for you. That loyalty part, you feel like you have to make that work because how many people in your life that you know that long, you know what I'm saying? You've been through a lot with them, but a lot you've been through with them is because you weren't supposed to be their friend in the first place. I like it, yes. <laughs> that's yeah. the reason why you went through the ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, we, I, I never mm-hmm. thought about this stuff until I started really looking at tribes and stuff. And I'm like, yo, that's what a lot of people, I know I'm known for knowing, everybody knows I, I have a lot of people in my life. A lot of people know that I have a lot of friends and, you know, in my life. But as I get older, I notice that, you know, like a lot of my friends did from the beginning, they were like, I have five, like five people and I'm good. Yes. The more is not the best. It's not because you have a lot. You gotta learn how to categorize everybody. Quality versus quantity. Amen, definitely. sister. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely that quality service. Definitely that. <laughs> <laughs> because again, we can easily be tricked to automatically assume that this person really understands the essence of who I am. Or this person really has the, my, my important parts as, as their important parts. And that's not necessarily true. But that tribe, someone part of that tribe, you will know because you will know I can trust this person with anything. I can share this with them. Not that you automatically have to all the time, but that I feel safe enough that I can right. do that. And that's not a time frame. And sometimes it sometimes it is because I was just talking with some people last night and someone said, are you all sisters? And she said, well, you can say that. And she started talking about how long we have been knowing each other, but we've proven to ourselves that we can earn that. Now people throw around that bro and sis title so easily. And I'm like, no, that's an earned title. And if I call you my brother or my sister, it's because you've earned that. You've yes. let me know that I can trust those parts with you and that you can I can trust that you can fulfill that role of a brother or a sister. Not mm. and it's organic a lot of times. You know, it doesn't have to be forced. Sometimes it can be by association and you want to automatically make these people part of your tribe. And that's not true either. You know, it's not like we're in kindergarten now and you're saying, <laughs> Well, if that person is your friend, they gotta be my friend. No, like I can be friends with you. And you can be part of my tribe, but you may be friends with someone else, but it doesn't automatically mean that I have to add them to my tribe too. Mm, good point, good point. So those are values again, and we have to make sure that we're connecting with people based on our value systems. So what, what, is, what is a value to me and what is a value to you? Because when you look at the definition of tribe, it talks about that, a social division in a traditional society consisting of families or communities that are linked by social, economic, religious, or blood ties with a common culture and dialect, typically having a recognized leader. So what is that thing that's linking us together? And what is that common culture? What is that common voice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, what, what, what about values that's linking us together? What is, what about, okay, so give me some steps. What are some okay. steps, okay, let's say I'm starting from scratch, okay? Mm-hmm. And I meet somebody how do I start from right now to say, okay, how do I know this person could be a friend? Like, what are some of the steps or what are the things you look out for to bring that person or qualify a person to be in your tribe? That's what I'm 
Okay, I think it goes back to, again, the person actually recognizing what some of their needs are and what some of their values are. For me, I need to have someone who is open-minded. That's very important to me. I need to have someone who can be supportive. That's important to me. I need to have someone who's going to be consistent. That's something that's, that's of importance to me. Those are things that I need to have from people who I have in my life. I also need to know that, can I talk with this person? And some things are just by trial and error, you know, with you sharing things or with you just being around the person and understanding, you'll get a feel for who that person really is and how that person is. So mostly so we know who you are. Especially by spending time or, or, or just talking with that individual and really listening, you know, listening to what they're saying, listening to what they're not saying as well. Listening to if they're clapping for you, listening to if you mm. feel that they're really there, you know, for, for you. Because of those people, though, and we say ride or die, again, we say brother and sis, and we say, yeah, these are my tribe, they're gonna be here forever. But really, when we look at that, how many people have really earned that title? And that's the I thing, yeah. Joy, I say you nod in your head, yeah. that earning part, I'm yeah. telling you. Yes. Yeah, yeah it, it has to be something yes. that's, that's very organic. You know, one of my sisters, she, she often says this, she says, sometimes you're just friend people by association. You know, because she um, she was talking about a situation where she had a brother or sister, and because that person was friends with her brother and sister, it's like, okay, we know each other by association, but I don't, I, I don't automatically have to add you into my group to share those intimate things with you. That's wow. how I can identify a tribe. Like, who can I share those intimate things with? Right. I call it my lifeline, and everyone is not part of the lifeline. I have maybe a good five people who I consider mm -hmm. part of my lifeline. Yes. And those yeah. people, yeah, those lifeline people, who, who are on those lifelines? Who is part of that lifeline? One hand. One hand, and maybe not all the fingers. Huh. All right. When I'm asking, when I'm people <laughs> with the their lifeline, you know what thing I tell them? Look at an even part of your lifeline. You may have one person that you can share almost anything with, yes. but you may have that one where you say, you know, mm, I can talk with them about this, but I don't know if I can no, share that, but that. they're still part of the lifeline. And when I ask people, how did that person make your lifeline? Sometimes I get appalled because I don't need you just adding people just because you know the person. No, your lifeline is going to be those people. It's like your security measure. If you're passing, you know, or if something mm -hmm. detrimental is happening, you're going to reach out to those people. Yes. So you need to know why they're there. Well, I think when I ask, how do they make you a lifeline? I need to know. How do they you make gotta, that lifeline? You, you have know? to know yourself. It you all do. stems from, I swear to you, every topic we talk about always stems to that. When you know yourself and love yourself enough to know that you're valued and you're yes. valued, mm -hmm. that changes that whole dramatic. Like that whole thing changes because you'll start understanding, you'll start shifting. Yes. And you'll start looking at people like, okay, I do this and that. But you don't really reciprocate. You don't do the same. Like you start noticing that and you start slowly getting rid of people. Yes. Because you're understanding your value and your worth now. When you don't know your value or worth, you let anything happen. You let everything go over you. How on time this topic was. Wow. And it was almost like something recently that I encountered on a personal level. And I thought this topic was just so timely. I said, God, you have such a sense of humor. But I knew, I know now why I had to walk through that. So I can be on this show to talk about it just from a personal standpoint. But once you know your value and once you know your worth, 
everything stems from that essence of who you are. Everything stems from you knowing at the core what you deserve. I hosted a, a conference a couple of years ago that was called Falling Into Your Calling. But one session in the, in, in the conference, I talked with individuals about access denied and access granted. I said, because if you're gonna walk into that space, that's your calling, that you're destined to, you have to know who do I need to grant access to yes. and who do I need to deny access to? Because everyone can't go along with you. And that tribe, that's gonna be that group of people where you're gonna be able to take, remember the movie Girls Trip? Like through it all, they were able to still be there for each other, right? So part of that tribe is knowing no matter where I am, can I take these individuals with me? And one thing is value. That's knowing your value and knowing your worth. And knowing that it's okay to deny access to individuals who once had a part. Maybe that part of what they had to fulfill for you and what you had to fulfill for them is over. And it's okay. I think as human beings, we want to think that, well, I met them in kindergarten. They're going to still be in my life and I'm 70. You you will still (laughs) know them, but it doesn't mean that they fulfill that same role. Because Mm -hmm. people do come along the way and they fulfill different parts. You know, they feel different cracks in the foundation. And maybe that person has fulfilled the part. They've sealed that crack they were supposed to fulfill. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to go along with you for the long haul. But those tribal people, they'll be there. And I think it's it's not a X, Y, Z or A plus B equals C that we know. But I think it's just part of that knowing, of that self-actualization. And what we have to do is redefine words, that redefined perspective. And again, let it be okay when you realize this is, this is not feeling right. Like I'm not getting the same vibe from you that I used to get from you. We need to pay attention to that because it's telling us something. Either our values have shifted, that person values have shifted, or maybe we have blinders on from the beginning and that person was always showing you who they were. That's it right there, that's it, yes, yes. That's it, they haven't changed a bit. That's why they confuse. That's why mm-hmm. they confuse when you make that decision to go. You don't have to make a big dramatic exit. You know what I'm saying? You ought to be all drama filled about it. Like, okay, yeah. after today, I'm not talking to you. No, just live your life and your life will show the difference. And they would, it's like an automatic, how God makes it work. He parts the seat. He just makes it seamless. It just happens. It's, just it's so not bad. You know, you still yes. say, hey, what's up, girl? How you doing? Whatever. Mm-hmm. But all that, like the stuff you did before, that's done. Right. Yes. That's done. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with right. that. Like you said, it's really about you knowing who you are to know what you deserve. And it's not saying, and it's not their fault. See, a lot of it is we we can't blame them. We allow that happening to us. We allow that because we didn't know our value. So now we know our value. I'm sorry, boo-boo. I'm going to have to part ways with you. It's not saying I'm better than you. I just didn't realize who I was. And now I know who I am. Now I have to live in my purpose. And to do that, I have to leave you alone yes. because you don't value me. Yes. You don't value me. You don't I'm value just, me. I, I, you don't value my time. And right, if I don't allow you to stay in my, my life, what I'm saying yeah. is I'm devaluing me. And I'm not right. going mm-hmm. to devalue who I right. am to keep yes. you in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. not even exchange at all. Right. And you feel, <laughs> and now, you, now you know, you feel it and you go, okay, I'm not, it's like, take the L. Just take the L. It's nobody's bad. Like I always say, take the L. Don't get mad at them because you allowed it. And they just formed your relationships on how you reacted. If you allow them to do it, just like somebody gives you a dollar every day, you're not going to tell them to stop giving you a dollar. They're going to keep taking it. 
and the only person we can get mad at in the long run is ourselves yeah if we stay there because of what we're desiring or because it has always been that way or because well for once they made me feel that way and so now we tell ourselves that we need to stay there but the longer we stay there again we're putting ourselves in that whole deficit about what we need and then we cause more hurt and pain to ourselves because we're expecting this person to give us something that they're continually to show that they cannot offer and that's whether in a friendship dating relationship work relationship or whatever if we continue to expect something from someone and that person is constantly showing us they cannot give us that but we're still expecting it what we're saying is i really have this need i would like for you to be the one to fulfill it but if they're showing you that they can't then we have to know how to pull away from that the need may still be there but we have to trust that someone else is there who can give us what we need but this person is showing us that they can and when it comes to business and things like that it's hard sometimes to separate again because we're with these people all the time and you don't want to be that person to go to work and just work 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 be on the computer or doing whatever and not even interacting you know but we we, will even with that we have to make sure that we're having a balance Mm -hmm. i'm telling you stop the bleeding you got to stop the bleeding eventually Mm -hmm. you got to stop the bleeding you got to put a stitch in there the bandies are not working no more you got to put a stitch in and it yeah. feels like you're betraying people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when mm-hmm. you feel like you're a nice person, you know, you feel like you're betraying people by mm-hmm. doing that. You feel like you're doing yeah. something wrong because you feel like, well, I, I was their friend this long. And, you know, uh, if I'm not their friend, they're not going to like me. And then you still got that in you that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. That makes this sense. Because that's how I feel sometimes. This is a good follow up for that validation conversation. Isn't it? Uh, we talked about it. <laughs> it was the absolute perfect follow up because again, that validation and that need for to have that piece of us fulfilled, it will cause us to not be able to set boundaries, healthy boundaries around what's important to us. And anything that we value, we nurture and we protect. And so if 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 I'm valuing my peace by not allowing you to be a part of my life and dismissing you from having access to that part of my tribal unit, then that's okay because I'm valuing my peace. And if my personal time is what I'm choosing to value, or if my emotional space is what I'm choosing to value at that time, and if I keep you around, and if you're disturbing that, then again, I'm giving you permission. But when I'm secure in who I am, I would be able to set those healthy boundaries. I would be able to say no and shut those doors and walk away you know, when I need to. And again, it's all about us being able to redefine certain words and what those words actually mean. Whether it's meaning strong, whether it means teamwork, whether it means tenacity or working together. No, we have to look at it. What am I telling myself those words mean? Because the way we perceive those words and the way that we think about those words is gonna control our actions. It I don't want to be alone or I don't want to be lonely but then if we're telling ourselves that we're going to be lonely if we tell this person I no longer need you a part of my life well then we're going to keep them in our life because we don't want to experience loneliness when actuality what you're doing is you're making yourself lonely by even keeping that person there because they can't <laughs> feel what it is that you're longing for anyway it's so the unknown it's the unknown yeah it's the unknown we all scared of the unknown especially you've been friends with somebody you've been rocking with them for 40 30 years Mm -hmm. it's the unknown because you don't know your life without them no more like you don't know what's going to happen even though you know it has to be better and just like being on drugs the crack person did not want to be on crack y'all yes they are crack because they're addicted to something they've been with for so long Mm -hmm. but they don't know how to go before that no more so they kind of like i would rather stay with the familiar 
-hmm. then to go through the rehab because I'm gonna have to go through a lot of pain to go through the rehab. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they bouncing out the rehab to dealing with you know being being clean. Yes. So that, I mean, it's, that's the same kind of emotional pull that we get as well. You it know is. what? This is what make me think about too. Um, when Tyler Perry had that play and he talked about the tree and how the tree is structured from the root to the branches mm-hmm. to the leaves. Mm-hmm. And how he said that you're only going to have a good four or five roots. You're going to have several branches. And he said the leaves blow, let them blow, because that's what they're here for. That's it. Mm-hmm. The branch, they fool you, and you think they stable, and they pop. <laughs> but the bottom, those roots are the ones that are going to stay. Now he said, no, the branches, he said, the branches, if they're trying to work on themselves, yeah, and they're trying to show you that they're they're gonna, they trying. Then okay, you make it work with them. Mm-hmm. But they have to show you, like if you tell them, look, I don't like that you're doing this to me. Mm-hmm. I don't like how I now that I'm learning how to do that. Now I'm telling people, I don't like how this feels. Yeah, I don't right. like how they, you know. And then give them the permission to try to fix it because you do love them. And if they cannot fix it, then that's that. What you telling me? I we can't rock. Because yeah. I'm not gonna let you continue to make me feel this way. Yeah. If they want to be a part of your tribe, if they want to be a part of that unit, if you're telling them, hey, this is making me feel this way, they're gonna want to correct what you're telling them is making you feel a certain way. And if they're not willing to correct it, then it's time to really question why they're there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, why they're there. Wow. You know, yeah. And if they're gonna support you in, in your endeavors to to better yourself. And right. even bettering yourself that we'll have to end this end this friendship. You know, you think about that movie Friday. And oh, and, and Craig, he goes, my favorite movie, you all. That's my absolute favorite movie. But when you think about that movie Friday, okay, Craig was fired from his job. You know, he was just sitting on his porch minding his business. And then here comes smoking used to what smoking is used to, you know, just smoking marijuana. And in the movie, Craig had never even smoked before. Well, he said, well, you don't have nothing else to do. It ain't like you got a job. You know, you can hit this, come on, man, you know? And, and it makes you wonder like, okay, how are people valuing your life? Instead of telling him, well, man, you, you don't need to start this mess. Cause look, you, you need to get you another job. You know, although Craig, although Smoker was happy with what Smoker was doing, his little selling or whatever, you know, he didn't see the value in Craig either. Craig had a legit job. So now you can pull him down to where you are. Hmm. And then you can pull him down to where you are instead of trying to help him to stay focused and say, man, you need to go out and get you another job. Right. You know? And so then if you fast forward to the end of the movie, when you're talking about values and you're talking about our actions being based on what we value, Craig has some strict values throughout that movie. If you, if you really think about it, it was certain things that he really did not want to do. And although Devo just walked around terrorizing, right? Because Devo was this big, strong, figure and so people were afraid to to approach Debo or to tell Debo no just because of his size so Debo out there taking over everybody taking people bikes their necklaces making smoke and crawl mm-hmm. through windows getting money and all of that stuff just because of his size and yeah. but towards the end of the movie when Craig that Craig had one value and that was a one a man should never hit a woman he said a woman should never be beat on by a man right mm-hmm. and so when Debo pushed Neil Long in that movie Craig automatically acted because his value system was disrupted. But mm-hmm. who was out there still rooting for Craig? 
Although in the beginning, you know, it, it may be questionable, you know, because smoking had him smoking and doing that thing, but he was still there. So when Devo even knocked Craig out, he was still saying, get up, Craig, you got this, get up, Craig. Craig's right. mama wanted to jump in it. His dad was there. Those are the tribe. You know, right. That's how you know you're wow, yeah. Because right? when your value system is disrupted, you're gonna act without fear. Yes. No yeah. one else, no one else no one else approached Debo throughout the whole movie, right? Debo right. did what he wanted to. Had the man eye black, stole the man necklace that his grandma gave him, all of that <laughs> because of his size. But when but when Craig's value system was disrupted and that main value system was a man should never hit a woman. Mm-hmm. He acted right. without thinking, and he pushed Debo when Debo slapped or hit Neil Long. He, it was an instant thing because that value system was disrupted. Mm-hmm. And so anytime your value system is disrupted, it puts you in that fight, flight, or freeze mode. And before you know it, most of the time, you're going to go into fight mode. And that's what that tribal unit is about. Like, who's mm-hmm. going to be there when my value system is disrupted? Who's going to be there to tell me to get back up if I fall? Right? Mm. Who's gonna be there to help me mm. through this thing? And right. Craig's dad was like, no, let him fight like a man. So sometimes the tribal unit, they can be there, but they still have to know, what can I do in this point? Cause his mama was ready to jump in and he was like, no, Debo ain't fighting fair. You know, so sometimes what we have to do is look at those things in our lives. I look at every obstacle as a Debo. And I said, is it this thing really just that big? Or right. is it my fear of the size of this thing mm-hmm. that's causing me not to want to approach it? Mm-hmm. Whether it's nervousness, whether it's anxiety, whether it's sadness, whether it could be someone dealing with alcohol and drugs, which is how I taught it when I was teaching a group. Like you put that as your Debo, right? right? And this Debo is not that big. It's just that the size of it is intimidating. And Even it's making you it. fearful about wanting to approach it. But you set your value system. And if your value system is, I'm going to finish school, then that Debo of, of the fear of that paper or that project is not going to be that intimidating, right? Because your value system is, I'm going to obtain this thing. So when we set our values, it makes the Debo's, it, it lessens their strength. And they're not as strong in our life because our value system is what's guiding our decisions. So what about this? I'm going to throw something at you. Okay. Friend of me. Oh, yes. Ooh. So a friend of me. Oh, yeah, you have those. Mm. What do you say, Carla? <laughs> I don't believe in that. Either you're here or you're not. I'm going to say, you're not going to I'm with you, Carla. Either way, you got to look at those values, that value system. So like you said, are they going to be a friend or are they going to be an enemy? Right. But, but a friend of me is, okay, This is, I'm going to tell you my definition of it, or what I thought it was. I think okay. a friend of me is someone that is your supposed to be your friend, but they are in a some kind of jealousy, envious about you. Like they like to be there when things are bad in your life. But when you have things that's good, they can't celebrate you. But when things are bad, they first want to run into your door and you know, oh, I'm so sorry to hear about that. I'm here for you, girl, I'm here, you know. But when something good happens, they they don't call, they don't tell you congratulations. They're not there for the good thing. And that to me shows some standard of jealousy or envious or something about you. That makes I would like to ask a person, why are you keeping that person around? Mm. Because if part of you is saying, I need you here during the good times, if I'm going to have you as part of my lifeline or part of my tribe, I need you here for the good and the bad. Why aren't you celebrating when things are good? I would have to question, why are you keeping that person so close that when they're not there for the good, that it's making you feel some type of way? 
So what's front of me? But that's a that's a coin slogan. Everybody talking about front of me. So what's yeah. so big about a front of me then? I don't, I don't I don't keep people around that close to me. Again, if if you can't celebrate in every aspect of my life, yeah, I need for you to show up when I need help or if something is bad. But I also need you there, you know, when when things are good too. So you, again, I think we have to redefine what certain things mean and how you choose to classify that person. What's your definition? Oh, let's talk family. I, we got some comments in here. Can y'all put in there, um, what's a friend of me? What is your definition of friend of yeah. me? I want to know what people definition. I hear all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like you're a friend, but you're enemy. How's that working? Yeah, I just want to know some what. some people look know. at it as, mm-hmm. well, this person, you know, that they, they might be a friend to me, but it's, if it is certain aspects of my life that they're jealous of, or certain aspects of my life that they don't like, is, is that okay? Because we're not always going to have everything that's going good in our life, right? And every part of our life is not going to be good. So if they're viewing it as a friend of me, as someone who they're going to call me out when things are bad, we need those people in our lives too. But if you're saying that this person is a friend of me, but I never see them during good times, during good times, again, you may have to question who that person is and why we're keeping them around. Well, obviously the value system ain't that high if you have somebody around like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check, check the value system about what you really need from people who you're having them in your circle. Because everyone with you, they're not for you. Nope. Yeah. So And so you have to know that, that everyone who, who, who is with you, they don't mean that they're for you. And that is a difference. Those tribal ones, they're going to be the ones that's there for you. Those right. with you, it could be someone who you may be knowing your whole life. You know, you see them all the time. Prime example, social media. We don't know these people, but we call them Facebook friends. Nope. And we'll see people out in public and don't even really recognize them in public, right? That's the truth. They know your name. And yeah. they say, that's your Facebook friend. You know, but okay. Yeah. But how deep are we going to take that when we talk about the deep level of what a friend is? You know? But like that's, that's kind of backwards. It showed, um, it showed a friendversary for one of my nieces. And it was like, okay, how long we've been on Facebook together as far as Facebook friends. I'm like, I've been there with her since she came out the womb, you know? But as far as Facebook, we've just been friends for this long. <laughs> right. You know, because that's what, that's the Facebook friend side of it. But that's but not like, the reality. But isn't right. that kind of funny how we know more about people we don't know nothing about? That's I know right. about people, wives, their kids, their vacations, everything. Mm-hmm. And you're just friends because uh, uh, you met somewhere and y'all want to keep in contact or a business thing, you know, very networking, and then you like know so much about them. Yeah, I think we should be very leery of people if it's always you devouring, you're sharing, you're you're sharing everything, you're talking about every aspect of you, but they're quiet. And when it comes right. to them, they'll say, oh, I'm reserved, or mm. I don't like to talk a lot about me, but then I don't get, you don't get to have <laughs> access to me. I'm not going right. to grant access to me. I'm not going to grant you access to me if you can't have me. I can't have access to you. And again, not to say that we share every little thing, but the fact that we should and that we can if you're part of my tribe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are you, like, that are you collecting information? Right. Like, are you collecting <laughs> You know, like... <laughs> We have to look at communication as like a two-way street. Mm-hmm. It's not right. a one-way, you know? And so friendships and definitely tribal, when we say tribe, because again, to me, we have to be careful how we use words. We use words so loosely. But when I think of tribe, I'm thinking about that togetherness. I mean, if you think about it, even yes. in Native Americans, they share certain things, but then they have certain tribes. 
where you belong to this tribe. You're not a part of that tribe, but you are part of this tribe. And so this tribe may have certain values that they're adhering to. And this tribe may have something else that they're adhering to, but it's all part of that tribal unit. That's what's connected them. And so if you're not connected with that same value system about what we need to thrive off of each other, I got a question then. Yeah, so I, I guess what I'm getting out of this is we need to start looking at our circles and really evaluating yes. who we're dealing with you and who's with you and how do you know that? Yeah, and I think right. we know that again because we know what we really need and we know when we are receiving it and, and when we're not. Mm. Yeah, it's supposed to go both ways, yeah. like you said. Yeah. You feel yeah. side, yeah. sides, you know, and I think we all had that feeling that you feel like you mm. friends. And we all, I know from the ones that's on here, we all had situations with people that we felt one-sided with. And yes. we felt like we were given all of this and then they wasn't given. And like you said, and they all had the same kind of trait. They, they don't want to talk to you about nothing about them. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't really know about what's going on with them. Yeah. But they know yeah. everything is going on with you because you, you felt that you were friends. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because then we have that to question, you know, how we define a friend and what that really means. You know, a lot of times we're talking a lot now about energy. You're hearing that a lot. People talking mm -hmm. about, you know, my energy level and, and things of that sort. But how I like to teach it is that positive energy and positive energy, you're going to have a synergy. You're going to have that instant connection. You know, it's going to be like that impact, like, whoa, we ready to blow something up. Like, we're really going to do something here, right? But when that positive energy is met with negative energy, then somebody's going to leave depleted. Mm -hmm. And most yes. of the time, it's going to be that person who's yes. giving out that positive energy. Because if you're not receiving it back and you're constantly pouring out, but never receiving it back, constantly pouring out and never yes. receiving it back, that's a one-sided friendship. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or that's a one-sided relationship. And it's yep. not energy. It's not It's not equal. And it right. can't be positive energy if it's not equal. Mm -hmm. No, it can't be. Yes. But that's, what, sure. that's the whole point of you can't get in this whole thing i'm getting out of this if you can't be upset with people because they only know who they are you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. if you discover yourself and did your work then great you know do what you got to mm -hmm. do but you got to understand everybody's not where you at everybody's right. not in the same position mm -hmm. yeah and this because you've got a clear a clarity or you got you know the glasses off don't get mad at other people because you allowed this to happen because you had the same glasses on they had mm -hmm. okay that's what made y'all connect yeah remember Y'all y'all connected because y'all were similar. Yeah. So mm -hmm. now because you're doing your work, you're gonna notice that. And that's why I always tell people when you do your work, my goodness. You got you gotta understand what comes with this now. Be careful when you do your work, you're gonna have to depart from some people. Everybody's mm -hmm. not gonna be able to go with you no more and because you're not be gonna feel the same members. about them. It could be cousins, sisters, yeah, it could be even family, family members. You're not gonna people. feel the same way about yes. them because you're right. gonna understand who you are. And a lot of times it's hard for them to accept that because they got you in a position. And that's another thing. People put you in boxes. Yes, they, they put do. you in boxes. And yes. you allowed it. Remember, you allowed it <laughs> in a box. <laughs> when you ready to come out that box, they trying to push you back. Like, yo, I like you the way you were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What is this always questioning me, asking me this, and telling me you ain't doing this? I ain't used to this. You know, That's part of that value system arising. Yes, when that value system arises, it's like, oh, you mean I've been settling in this? Whatever the this is, whether it's a geographical area, whether it's a friendship, relationship, right. or whatever. But it's like, oh, you mean I really deserve to have more than this? Mm. Yeah. And so people don't want you at your best. Because when you're at your best, things change about you, you know, because we, we have the power to shift the atmosphere when we walk in, but only when we, either way, we're going to shift it. 
But when we're walking in because we're in a confident place, we're shifting the atmosphere in a good way. So when we're walking in and we're bowed and we're not really knowing who we are, we're shifting the atmosphere in a negative way too. But it's something about a lady or a person, but since we're women, let's just say that. You know, something about a person, when they walk into the room and they know who they are and they're standing on that, you know, that's that value system. Then it's easy for you to say access denied when you need to, because you know your value and your worth. Right. That's a space that we got to fight to get in. And I tell people, once you reach that place, that's not something that you easily give up because you have to sacrifice for that. Like it's a lot of sacrifice to get this growth. And I look back years ago to Mm. that Keisha, to who I am now. I'm like, oh my God, like I fought to get to this place. There's no way I'm going to let you bring me back down. Uh-uh. No, you don't even have that type of power. I'm too strong to let anything control me. Mm-hmm. And whatever mm-hmm. that anything is, you know, you can, you can put in there, substitute whatever that anything needs to be. But when we give yes. up our power because we don't know our value, we just allow everybody to be a part of what we call our tribe. We're welcoming everybody. And that's because a lot of times we have that addictive personality or that need or that need for validation. But again, but when you know who you are, it's okay to have that fab on your lifeline and let it be okay. Yeah, that validation. Wow. That's why I, I figured these shows are equal because that yeah. validation piece, because sometimes you have a lot of people around you to make you feel like you're doing something. Like I told y'all last time, mine was being the, the best friend loyalty um, trophy that I wanted, you know, to keep that up and, you know, doing things going so far out for other people and the same yeah. people, you don't say nothing, but they don't go out for you. You know what I'm saying? But you cannot get upset. You allow this to happen. You have to understand that piece. That's what I think people, you got to do your work to get here. This is going to be Because a lot of people will get all like, I ain't, you know, get up. Don't do it. You did it too. You gave this to them. Nobody can do yes. nothing. You gave up your power. You yes. You gave it to them. Now you're taking it back, but you gave it to them. You cannot get mad at nothing. One person treat you wrong, relationship wise either. You cannot get mad at people for treating you wrong because you only allow people what they allow to do if you allow them to let them do it. If you yeah. if you don't, they can't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you gotta take some of that, some of that, that you gotta take some of that L. You gotta take so some yeah, of that. You be like, my bad, I didn't know who I was. My bad. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but now that I know, you, know? you will not say yeah. that to me. Yeah, right. because again, we're able to protect. That's all yes. a, bar- a boundary is. It's a protection mm-hmm. around what is valuable to us. You know, right. if you think about it from a standpoint of like, if you have this house and you, you have your house and your yard fenced in, right? And you've told that neighbor, now I don't want this dog on my property, right? <laughs> so one day you may go out to the store and you leave your fence open, you come back home and this dog is all over your property running around like this is where he, the dog's supposed to be right so you have the right to go over there and tell that neighbor okay now i told you because i warned you i'm valuing my yard i'm valuing my lawn you know even though i left the gate open that did not give your dog permission to come over here so in a sense you know that's why you can do what you want to to people when they come in your private space that's why you got to protect that private space you know burglars and when people come into your private space spaces where you set your boundaries up because this is what i am valuing you know, if something happens to that dog and you got your no trespassing sign and you've already had this conversation with your neighbor. So now if you handle that dog the way you want to handle that dog because it crossed over, <laughs> you almost have that right. Because I put this to protect my lawn, you know. So it's okay. You know, protect yourself. And and, and we, we, we have to learn again to reevaluate and redefine words. 
Like, what does it mean if we say, I'm going to be loyal? Like, does that mean that, again, I'm always giving, 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 and never receiving? And if that's what I have to do to prove loyalty, well, then, then that, I'm doing myself a disservice. And that's a disjustice to me. Amen, sister. I just learned that. Carla, um, we got yeah. your comment. Yes, we do. <laughs> Uh, let's start with Linda McDaniels Evans. She says, hello everyone, that is me. I, I don't have a lot of friends, but I do have a lot of associates. I'm trying to get it up here. Okay, cool. I'm your friend, Linda. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she said, yes, know your worth. Yes. Kimberly Review says, hello. Hey, Kimberly. Mm -hmm. um, Sasha Champagne. Shabra, hi. <laughs> I had to learn that and I'm so glad I did. Amen. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yolanda Ritchie, Dr. Walker, you are fired. That is all. Hello. <laughs> <Thank you so much>. <laughs> <laughs> Donna Pizant, emotion versus reason. Emotion will cause you to keep people around longer than you should. Reason will allow you to see that you've outgrown them or that this dynamic is no longer working. And Ooh, I then yeah. it's a yeah. hard decision to part. Yeah. I know that's right. That's Go ahead, Donna. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I got Go ahead, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yep. Uh, Brenda Harrell, so true. She's in agreement. That's right. Being said. Thank you, Brenda, for joining us. Yes, Yolanda Richie. C. You will never see Friday. The now I'm to go watch Friday. And respect <laughs> <laughs> you let Debo get to you. No, Debo is not that strong. Now we're gonna raise. I need. I need to get some commission on Friday. Now everybody's oh, talking about watching Friday again. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely on my list to do. <laughs> yep. Yep. With Daniel Evans, a friend of me laughed. And Kiki in your face talk junk behind about you behind your back. That's okay. Wow. 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 Yeah, that's true too. Antoinette Green, the Queen Wooly. Hello. Queen. Great information. Ah, thank, Hello. You. thank you. Thank you, Queen. Hello. Yes, thank yeah, you. you know, when you said the Kiki part, you know, I, mm -hmm. I read a book called The Four Agreements. Have anybody heard about the four agreements? If you heard about it, please put it in the comments. It's called The Four Agreements. Mm -hmm. You have to read this book. It's only about four or five dollars at Amazon. It's not that big. Okay. Not that big. It, it, mm -hmm. One of the things about The Four Agreements it talked about is um, your word, not taking things personal. Um, what was the other one? Uh, standing your truth. And one of the things they talked about is, like, you know, gossip talking gossip mm. Mm. and you know a lot of times when mm -hmm. you don't feel good about yourself you do that because it makes you feel better that somebody else is doing worse than you or it makes you feel better because you feel that you're not as worse as they are and that gives you like that that little instant feeling of i'm better you know to try to make yourself feel better so a lot of times when people gossip they gossip because they they don't understand that they need to they talk about themselves when you're yeah. gossiping, you're really talking about yourself. Mm -hmm. You know well, what I'm saying? No. So I didn't really get it at first. And I said, oh my gosh, it makes so much sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Because people who know who they are, you really hear them talk about people. They don't mm -hmm. really, they don't talk about people. Right. Because you know, they don't people are gossiping. That. 
A lot of times when people are gossiping, you know what it is? Because the things that we don't like about ourselves, that's the first thing that we notice in other people. Exactly. Yes. And so if we're feeling as, um, not as confident, right? Mm -hmm. Or we're not really sure of who we are, or if we're tall and we would rather be short, you know? Or if we are one size and we want to be bigger or want to be smaller, or if we want our hair different or whatever the case may be. You know, those are just kind of small terms. But it could also be that person seems to always be having programs. And, and that person would love to be able to be that person who's doing that. They're going to gossip about everything about you that they like about you that they don't see within themselves. It's like our own deficits is really what's manifested greater in other people. Mm -hmm. And when you're not strong enough to recognize right. it or see it what it is, you will always degrade what that person is doing because really that's the part of you that you want to have fulfilled. That's, that's you. That's what you really want to be doing. That's what you're missing yeah. about yourself. You're recognizing it and seeing it in, in that other person. Think about it. Like if it's even parts about our bodies or whatever, things that we maybe don't like about ourselves. When we see someone, pay attention to it. That's the first thing that we're going to look at on that person. Mm. Mm. It is. Pay attention. It is. That thing that we don't like about ourselves, it always rises to the top and when we see it in other people. Wow. I never thought of it that way. But yeah, now, now once yeah. again, I'm going to watch Friday. And now I got to go and pay attention when I'm looking at people. Pay attention. What I'm pay at. attention. Yeah. Pay attention. <laughs> you I'm always in my thought process. But I, I'm, but pay attention to everything. Look at it. You you will see. Those things that we don't like about ourselves, that's, that's one or two of the things that we always notice first in other people. And to speak to what someone said earlier about the emotion, a lot, a lot of times I like to explain it as we can make a decision based on logic or emotion. And sometimes when we, the emotion of us, the emotional part of who we are, when that is in the driver's seat, it, it hinders us from making good decisions. But what's connected to that is our value and our worth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, and it, but when we can click over, click that part of the brain over to think logically about logically what's really making sense here. See, the emotional part, sometimes it keeps us from looking at things from just a logical standpoint. But sometimes it's say logically, what's making sense here? Logically, does it make sense for me to always be the one giving? Logically, should I keep someone around who's not valuing me, who's not really trying to push me forward? Logically, does that make sense? Not thinking about from an emotional standpoint that it is good when that person does keep me in my face. But logically, what, what, how often am I talking to this person? You know, logically, what are they giving yeah. me and what am I giving them? Because it doesn't get, it's a two-way street. So it's not only about us right. receiving, but it's about what we can give to that person too. Because if they're right. part of our tribe, in a sense, we're part of their tribe. Right. And so logically, when we can think from a logical standpoint and the emotional part, the emotional you would keep us sometimes from making logical decisions. Yes, that's mm -hmm. true. And I feel that too, when you can't talk to this person that's supposed to be your friend. And you, if you got to hold back information, yes, that means that you can't be your true self, right? Yeah. How can you be my true self if I don't, if I can't express my feelings to you because yeah. I don't, I'm scared how you're gonna take it, or I'm scared that you're not gonna just receive it? Then mm -hmm. what kind of friendship is this if I can't tell you how I feel? That's why we gotta right. select That's that tribe wisely. We do. We have to select them wisely. You see why everyone now can't be granted access? And we have to say access denied to some people. Because again, what we value, it, it like becomes our baby, right? 
Mm-hmm. And we know how we are with those babies or those nieces and nephews, those people who we hold dear. Like those are that's part of our value system. And yeah. we're gonna nurture that, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. if they if they can't give us that part of that part of what we need to in that nurturing, in that phase, it's like do we, do we really need to keep giving them parts in our lives or holding them to high, such a high standard in our life? That's it, it right there. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is too. Yeah. The valuing the the, the, the what they are in your life. I know yeah. everybody gonna leave out. I bet everybody gonna leave out here today and get a list. Okay, let me write down these people. Hold on. And I want that too. Yeah. They need to because as we're going forward, it's gonna be people who cannot go there with us. And, it, and, it, and it'll leave us feeling bad about ourselves because mm-hmm. we want to grow and we want all these people be there rooting us on, cheering us on. But you know what? If that's not the case, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna keep them there and don't grow? Or we're gonna say deuces. I'm sorry, it's been good, but I gotta grow. I gotta go on. So we, we yeah. can't we can't allow yes. the emotional space yes. of what they have fulfilled to keep us from going to that next dimension. Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. can't go. And I learned that the hard way last year. I went mm-hmm. through something that I never thought I would experience around my birthday time. Never thought I would experience that. From someone I've been knowing for a very long time, never ever thought I would go through that with her. But I thought at that moment. I was able to cut her off immediately because you, you show me once you show me who you are and I keep you around well then you get to call me a fool and guess what I'm not going to devalue who I am and I'm not going to be anybody's fool so yeah. when you show me by your actions that I have put you in a place in my life that you didn't deserve to be I'm yeah. not going to continue to allow mm. you to have access in that area no you no, have no. got to go yes so I'm glad I learned on that level because there's other things that I would have maybe tried to introduce her to and it would have been worse later on. Mm-hmm. What she, what, she wouldn't be able to happened. receive it. What she did she was bad. Yeah, what she did was bad. But I'm thinking, what if I would have gotten her with me on a much higher level? Mm. You know? And I didn't know that she had that part of her. I call it blind spots when I'm teaching my leadership classes. And I didn't know that she had that blind spot as part of her life. But I would have made it here now, not trying to take her with me. Can't take everybody. Can't so everyone can't go there with you. And we have to you. know that it's okay when we're going from faith to faith and glory to glory and dimension to dimension. That it's okay. But you know a true tribe, even when you have differences, you can still be there for that individual. Mm-hmm. I've made some major lifestyle changes over the years, major lifestyle changes, which reconnected me to that place in God, right? Mm-hmm. But I but I have a sister who we've been sisters forever. She earned that title. And you know one thing that she told me, she said, I'm glad that you didn't forget about me just because you made certain lifestyle changes. I said, but I'm your sister. So that's not to say that everyone has to fall away just because in that sense, because she she understands God, the God principle, and she has a religious component about her, but just haven't gotten to that space to remain where I am. But I, I can't say, well, I can no longer be your sister in that. Because remember, the tribe is you're connected by some other dialect or some other culture or some other blood. So we're connected, right? Mm-hmm. But it made her feel good about herself that just because I'm in on this level with God that I didn't look down on her or forget about her. I'm like, I can never do that. You're always going to no. be my sister. No. no, we can't do that. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm so about I don't to want people to get that twisted when we're talking about separating ourselves from people. Oh, no, you don't have to be, that's what I said earlier. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to be mean or nothing like that. You just yeah. live your life, but you still could check on them. You can still, you know, say how you're doing, whatever mm-hmm. the case is. But I'm going to get on my soapbox for mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, haven't <done> <laughs> episode, so I haven't done this in a minute. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. 
when you ask God to come in your life, you ask God to change you, you ask God to provide for you, when you ask God that you want to start a business and you want to be in love and you want all this stuff, you've got to let go of things. There's no way God could work with you if you're going to say, I want it like this, God, the way I want it. Mm -hmm. I want you to do all this stuff, but I want to keep everything the same. God knows what's best for you. Yes, he does. When you surrender to him and let him know that you need him and you are tired of being sick and tired and you want to grow, he has to align the right people to get in your life for you to make these moves. Yeah. Therefore, there's some that's going to have to leave. Trust the process. Stop getting in the way of your destiny. Stop getting in the way of your destiny. You're stopping your progress. When you're saying, well, this business, I've been praying, and ain't nothing happening. And, and God said, he, you said he promised. He, he did, but you've been in the way because you're not releasing these people. He's telling you. He's showing you little examples of what they're doing. He's telling you, and you're still holding on to them because you feel that you got to be loyal to these people. Are you yeah. loyal to God or to people? My God. Don't yes. ask him for stuff that you're not ready for. If yes. you're not ready for change, stop asking him. Because he's going to do what you allow or what you ask him to do, but he's going to do it his way, not yours. Mm. I said God is a perfect yeah. gentleman, but he's not a magician, right? So we do no, have to work that we have to do in the process. You yeah. gotta allow the process to go. And there's gonna be some surprises down the road. Like Dr. Walker said, it could be family members too. Not just friends, people yes. that you are related to. Mm -hmm. But he's gonna take care of you. You gotta trust it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You still gotta be nice. Don't be rude and nasty about it, but you still have to trust the process, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't want change, start asking. Yeah, part of that okay. tribal unit is even yeah, part of that okay. tribal unit is even <laughs> being able to understand that. Definitely so. Yeah, but I, but again, when we put that value system on our destiny, right? Like I said, Craig had one value system. Forget everything else that he that he put down in the in the movie. You know, he was smoking at his mama's house. That was a value system, but he still did it. You know, he broke mm -hmm. that value system. But when the value system of a man hitting a woman, when he saw that, he instantly responded, right? And so when our destiny is at is at, at the value system, the depot and whatever the obstacles are. We, we can fight those devos because now my destiny is what's driving my decision making. And as long as that destiny and that purpose is driving us and get to the core and the essence of who we are, we can do some amazing things because we're strengthened at our core. We're only as strong as who we are at our core, at our essence. When we're working out, they teach us that in exercise class, right? That when you have a strong core, that you can move different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you'll be less likely to cause a bodily injury because your core is strong. But it's the same way in everyday life. We talk about picking our tribe on our jobs, you know, religious base or in everyday life, picking our friendship circle and all of that. Look at your core. And when you're making a decision from a strong core, you're gonna make better decisions and you'll be less likely to have some injuries and, and experience some hurts and pains because your core is strong. Okay, so would you say that this is a lifelong thing that you're gonna be doing? You're gonna always be reevaluating and creating a new tribe throughout the rest of your life as you go through new levels and new uh, progressions in your life. I think it's levels to life. I think it is. I think it's levels to life. I think it's levels to friendships. I really do. But I think it still may be that four or five who may be your true tribe. You know what I mean? Right. That mm -hmm. true ride or die. Yeah, yeah, I think mm -hmm. so. But I think in different phases of your life, you have different needs. And I do believe God will send people in your life at that moment to fulfill that space. 
Yes. 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 And so a tribal unit may not be someone who you have to talk to every day. Cause look, we're grown now. People got children. You working? You're not gonna yes. be thirteen or fourteen. Couldn't wait to get home to talk get on to that phone. <laughs> you know, but like, it's like now, shoot, everybody, children, people tired. Like, so yeah. that, be, that doesn't mean if you have to talk to them every day. So it may right. be someone that may be six months down the road before you talk to them again. But you know that support system is there, and when I need them, they're gonna be there. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. And yes. especially when you have your tribe, like your mastermind like you know your mastermind through like for business or you know it could be both but for business mm-hmm. like Steve Harvey said he had made a good point you know you, you hang with people that you know more than everybody else I mean how much can you grow you have to challenge yourself and get with people that know more than you and especially in the industries that you're in you got to stretch yourself that's yeah. the only way you're going to grow you cannot grow and you know a lot of times you know, they always say the first thing you want to do is, you know, stay with the people. Let's say you have to leave, like, you know, we already discussed that, but you have to stretch and grow. So you got to get yourself, you got to go network, go to places you've never been before. Go to networking sessions you never thought you'd ever go by yourself. Go places by yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Stop waiting for your friends to do things with you. That's another thing that we do. We yeah. we, we, we want to go oh, places. Tell me twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, Carla learned that. Carla's gone now. She don't she don't yeah. do that no more. But mm-hmm. when you, I'm never, when you yeah, play I'm a lot of experiences that oh. God is, if God put it in your spirit to go, mm-hmm. or He puts that in you to go places, and you go, okay, the first thing you do is call your friends. Okay, I want to go here, and they're like, well, I can't do it. It's not because God didn't give it to them, y'all. God gave it to you. Exactly. It was not meant. And he wants you to go by yourself because he's going to align you with people when you get there. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a whole mind-blowing experience because no, but you're going to to minimize yourself and not go because your girls can't go with you. Mm -hmm. You got to learn how to go place by yourself. Right. Right, because then the places he's going to lead you to, you will go more by yourself because you just, you know, it's you. But when other people come, oh, I don't want to go here. I'm going to go over here. Let's go over here. I'm sleeping in late. I'm getting up early. I'm the, and your whole purpose is out the window. It's all out yeah. the window. That's what I was that's what waiting to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because mm-hmm. God didn't give it to them. So they're not, they're not going to have that same tenacity. They're not going to see the need to go. You remember when I said that you have to have those people in your life that you're sharing the same value system? You know? Mm-hmm. And so if that's a value to you, but they're not seeing it as important, they're not going to get up at maybe 7 o'clock to go somewhere. But if you know if it's part of the destiny that God is calling you to, even if right. it means go along, but do you know that connects back to that validation piece and knowing who you are? Because now you need for them to see why it's important to you. And so you're looking for them to validate your need to go. No, the first validation comes with you. So you have to be the first member of your own tribe. Because you yep. got to believe in right. yourself enough to say, yes. hey, I got my own values here. I know why I need to go this. Even if I need to go alone, then that's okay. I've been to conferences alone. I've driven places alone. Locked my doors. Like my grandfather used to tell me, keep the doors locked till you get to where you're going if you're traveling by yourself. <laughs> but I am hitting the road because this is for me. Yeah. And I can't wait for it to be important to anyone else. But if it's important to me, I'm registering. I'm paying my money. I'm going. I challenge, yes. I challenge, I challenge my Let's Talk Crew family. Y'all been rocking with us for six, 17 episodes, y'all. It's been 17 episodes. Wow. Wow. Yeah, 17 episodes. Go somewhere by yourself. Find a passion or purpose, something you love to do that you always wanted to do, always wanted to do. Register, pay for it, and go. It could be something local. It could be something far. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it's a life-changing experience because you're going to realize how much you can do on your own. You're going to realize you're going to meet. It's going to make you stretch to meet people. Yes. Who's there to watch? Ain't nobody here. 
you'll you'll go talk to somebody quick about yourself than you will with your friends being there. Try yeah. it. You will love, love it. it. You will love it. Carla, go ahead and do the comments and then we'll um do this business spotlight. Absolutely. Uh, Tamika Harrell says, I tell my sister all the time, everyone can't go where she's going and they aren't for you. Love you, big sis, Wakisha Walk. Oh, <laughs> That's my sister, you all. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little sister, but I'm telling you, she got some fire in her. <laughs> Victoria, De oh my God, I did not know that. I'm glad you learned something, Victoria. Good. <laughs> Beautiful. And not green, the queen woolly. Unfortunately, we have to be prepared for such. I have found that it is imperative not to walk around with your feelings on your shoulders, as the shoulders do not provide enough stability. Be prepared and remain focused on your goals. That's right. Yep. Linda McDaniels Evans says, that's right. Get out of your own way. Guilty of this. I'm telling you. Absolutely. I've been there, done it, got a t-shirt. Yes. And Mia is tagging a bunch of people. Mia and Bishop Jones. Thank you. <laughs> you said, what you Thank you so much. That's Thank you, Mia. Thank you. That's the treat. Thank, Thank you, Thank you. Mia. I appreciate yeah. that. Please continue. Oh, there you go. There's some more. There you go. There you go. That's more people. I appreciate that. Yes. We want, we want you to join the Let's Talk family. Please continue to watch us. Go to subscribe to our Definitely YouTube page. Please see us every second, well, every, I don't want to say every second because it falls on the calendar, but every other Sunday, please join us. We have a great time and we learn so much. You see us, we sit here writing just like y'all. We are we yes. just, just like y'all. So yes. thank you so much. I appreciate that. I really, really do. I really, really do. So um, we'll go ahead and do the business spotlight and then um, we'll get ready to wrap up. And today, business spotlight. Make sure I have um, her page on. Hold on. This is Christy Keys Rolling. And if y'all remember, two, three episodes ago, we had Fit and Fitness, and Christy was amazing amazing she's um she does holistic um healing she's a mentor she does therapy she helps you balance your life um she had lost over 60 70 pounds and it been over 10 years ago and she lost it not with dieting and stuff but just learning her inner self and who she is and stuff that we're talking about today this is the kind of stuff that she did to know how valuable she was and she said that alone changed her taste buds changed her way of thinking about food because she realized she is a child of god and she knows that she deserves better and just she's beautiful she has packages that started three dollars a month for you to do like counseling with her and i would recommend it and actually i spoke to her before i had a session with her and she's amazing i can't talk highly about her um very 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 um she learns how to balance your life simplify your life um, learn, you know, how you how you are part of this universe and how it works. So I would definitely say reach out to her um, and she would definitely, definitely be a good asset to your life. So she, she was so good when she was on the show that yes, fit in the show. She was amazing. Amazing. Um, Paula, do we have any more comments right now? No, I think we're all caught up tonight. 
All right, so today I'm gonna do the mug giveaway. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be very simple today. The mug giveaway is for the first comment. Oh. <laughs> well, that would be Linda. Evans, you have won a Let's Talk mug. So I like um, definitely um, give that to you. Definitely your local. So I will meet with you and give you a Let's Talk mug. And so we want you to take a picture of us. I can post it on the page. So we do appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, as we were just saying earlier, we are on different platforms. We are on YouTube. So you always can watch our episodes on YouTube. And it's always funny now. I go to YouTube and I, we are part of like the, when it says like coming up or what's new. I see mm -hmm. us up now. Wow. So that's because um, yeah. yeah. I was just looking like that high. I'm telling you, you all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was up there looking one day. I was looking for something. It was like, you may like, let's talk. I was like, so thank you for watching us. Um, we're on that. We have uh, our YouTube page, like I said, and we have our Instagram page. Everything is under Let's Talk 1943 LLC. And a lot of people always ask me about that 1943. So I'm going to tell you today what that's about. 1943 is the year my father was born. My father is Hildred Smithwick or Hildred Frankel Smithwick. Get his whole name in there. Um, he passed away in 2012. And that's my little give back to keep him alive with me. And I gave that 1943 is the year he was born. So that's why I, wow. that's why I use that. Okay. So everybody was like, what's 1943 about? <laughs> that's my daddy. That's part of the value, right? Yeah. That's a part yeah, of my value. Yeah. That's right. So my yeah. daddy's still with me. That's right. He's still with me. So um, we're on that platform and we're on podcasts. So we're on Anchor Podcasts, okay? But we're on all platforms. We're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Breaker. We're on all platforms. Any kind of um, platform you have for your um, podcast, you can find Let's Talk on it. Just type our name in, it will pop right up. So when you're driving, you know, people have been saying they've been listening to and going in traffic and catching up on the episodes. So you can catch us on that as well. So, um, and if you don't know, you if you haven't seen i do business spotlights you know how i do the segment right now i just did well i actually interview these people and i post during the week so it's like 15 minutes i introduced them i gave them a chance to talk about their business and life and what they're about we've been having people from doctors we had uh actually a media um person that does uh tv and radio we had all these different sectors of people who've been on business spotlight so if you have a business, yeah, that's my way of giving back. If you have a business, and um, by the way, you'll be one of those soon, don't worry about it. Uh, if you have a business, and you would like for me to promote your business on our business spotlight, please hit us on one of those platforms. I will be, I will be glad to do it. I'll be glad to do it. To help you get your business out there. And you can use this for your media. You can share it and get it out there to people and get you some more clients or some more customers. Get win for win. Um, our next show is going to be dear to my heart. October 17th is adoption. No longer a secret. Wow. So me, I'll be my own, my own guest. Um, <laughs> me and um, two other ladies who has been adopted. 
and we're going to talk about our experiences and we have a lot in common wow a lot in common wow. the way we handle relationships men it's crazy it's crazy we got a lot in that's common a good show. yeah that's yeah. not that's, yeah so we're gonna and um two of us wrote books another one is in the process of writing her book mm. and she just found out she was adopted just two months ago wow yeah so this is gonna be a great show it leaves so many questions <laughs> this is gonna be a great show so if you ever wanted to hear my adoption story i don't know i mean if everybody doesn't know i wrote a book about it um so if you want to get more juice about it please join us it's gonna be a great topic for people who don't know about adoption it's great for you to learn because there's a lot of us out here there's a lot of us out here so um that will be october 17th at 7 p.m and we'll just go ahead around the horn and see um dr walker you want to say anything to our our audience before we leave sure final comments i would like to say is just again know your value and know your worth know when something doesn't feel right give yourself permission to feel that and even if it means redefining words reestablishing relationships don't be afraid to put yourself at the forefront don't be afraid to have your destiny and your purpose and your value at the forefront and what is driving your decision. And if people can't meet that need, it's okay to deny them access. They don't have to be granted access to be part of that, that closeness of who you are. It doesn't mean that you can't speak, you can't have communication, but you don't have to hold them that close to you that what they do or don't do is impacting you. Sometimes that's how you know when people are too close and when you're giving them too much authority in your life. You know, because when they respond in a way that's different than what you need for them to respond, but then it leaves you feeling some emptiness. Mm. You never know your tribe. And even if that happens, those that's part of your tribe, it won't be intentionally with hurt and pain. You know, right. those tribal people, they're going to be there to be that part of your support system for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Match that energy and pay attention to it. And don't be afraid to just say no and deny access. Put your value first. Develop that tribe based on your needs and your wants. Who is it that can add value? Who can help get you to that destiny place and go forth? Wow. Wow. I just learned a lot as usual. It's a pleasure having you, Dr. Walker. You are so informative and you're like a lightning bolt. And I appreciate you. Yes, I'll be talking up to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. We're gonna have to have you definitely come back. He'll be on rotation. You'll be like Dr. Oz and those shows yeah. usually got same doctor over and over again. You keep bringing yeah. them back and bring the same doctor back. Yeah. yeah, you'll be our rotation doctor. I'm like, I have a doctor on rotation, y'all. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, who doesn't have one? Everybody has a doctor on rotation. Oh. <laughs> Joy, you have anything? A phenomenal show. And Dr. Walker, if I could do like a virtual pan, I would pass it around and we can sew into your life tonight because you gave some phenomenal points. Um, great takeaways. I, I took um, a lot of takeaways, but number one, I'm going back to reevaluate Friday. Uh, watch that movie again. I got to go back. So, um, And number two, Regina, I just went on and ordered the book, uh, The Four Agreement. Thank you for sharing that book. Yes. And the third is to go back and reevaluate my tribe. So tonight yeah. has been a phenomenal. Thank oh, you so boy. much, Regina. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> oh, gosh. Look, 
She was my friend for 20 years since she saw your show. <laughs> you don't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> Regina, you're going to have a lot of people inboxing you. That's right. It's worth it. It's worth it. Now she ain't my friend. You know? But it's worth it. You listen to one show and now you really can't be friends. That show spoke to me. It spoke to me. It did. Awesome show. But this is what this is all about. You mm-hmm. have to stand for your truth and you have to do what's right for you for once. Yes. Stop yes. worrying about other people. And that's what got you in the predicament you're in. And if they get upset, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you can't, you did it for so long anyway. You gave them all these years of your, yeah. of your life. You're just reclaiming what's yeah. yours. Because yeah. I think a true yeah. tribe, even if it's something going on, if it's not mm-hmm. of interest to them, but because it's of interest to you, they're gonna make it an interest to them yes. because they love you that much. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. <laughs> a relationship, you know, and I'll say in my closing, a relationship, being in a man and woman relationship or any kind of you know that type of relationship or being with a friendship, only thing is different. You don't sleep with them. I always said that. That's the mm-hmm. only thing that's different between you being with a boyfriend and being with your girlfriends is you don't sleep with your girlfriends, but you still mm-hmm. have a relationship piece. That has to evolve, it grows, it changes. Just like you in a relationship with a, with a man, when you marry for 20 years, you're not the same person you got married to. You go, you grow and you change. And the whole point of you change is to, like you said, if you love him enough, you will help and go through the process of changing and growing because you're doing the same thing. You're not the same person you had yeah. at 20, at 30, and at 40, and definitely ain't 50. Mm-hmm. So you got to take that and, and you're the, I'm telling you that 50 thing does something. I don't know it what does. it is. It does something. You say I got more and behind in the front. Oh no. So I would say to you, your younger viewers on here, please learn something from this. You know, you, we are 50 up here, most of us are. We're telling you something. Yeah. If you can avoid a lot of this stuff before, your life will be great and grand beforehand. So yeah. <gasps> That's what I would say. Okay, so thank you once again. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. I love you all. Our, this has been an amazing show. Uh, we got a couple more comments. We'll go ahead and get those in real quick. Call if you want to. I don't want to leave them hanging. Yeah. Um, Donna Pizant said, awesome conversation, ladies. Thank, thank you. you Me and Bishop Jones said, know you tried. That's good. That should be on a t-shirt. Okay. (laughs) All right, there. There you go. And Yolanda Richie says, "Great knowledge shared." Thank you. All right, all right. Well, that's all we have for this evening. We'll see you um, on the seventeenth. Until then, invite a friend. Let's talk again. Until next time, God bless. Thank you. Y'all have a good evening. Good evening.